Hi friends, I'm Paige and I'm Abby and welcome to a Love Like This podcast. So if you are somebody who thinks a lot about faith but doesn't know where to start or is wanting to begin living each day with more intention and knowing God more, then this episode is for you. We're going to be touching on the importance of seeking out signs, we call them God wings, starting your day centered around reflection and gratefulness, and lastly, how learning to love the five closest people to you can change how you see yourself and your faith. First off, our hearts have been filled with so much love and support from last week's episode and from everyone that put through a vote for our entry into Rode Microphone Competition. If you haven't already, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or message us your feedback. We would love to personally thank each and every single one of you in next week's episode. After last week's episode, we realized something pretty amazing. Not only are you guys young like us, but some of you are also the same age as our parents, even our grandparents. You guys listen from every corner of the globe and every walk of life, from Australia to South America to the US and the Philippines. We realize you all differ so widely in your faith and religions. So we wanted to discuss something that is meaningful to everyone, not just people who are already confident in their relationship with God. So let's jump in into some ways that you can start to find faith in your everyday. The first thing that we're going to be talking about today is this idea to start paying attention to signs and looking for God wings. And now there's a reason why our family calls these so-called signs from God, God wings. And that is thanks to a very well-known author named Squire Rushnell. So I'm just going to read something very, very small from Squire's book called When God Winks at You. It says how God speaks directly to you through the power of coincidence. Every time you receive what some call a coincidence or an answered prayer, it's a direct and personal message of reassurance from God to you, what I call a God wink. It's similar to when you were a kid sitting at the dining room table. You looked up and saw someone you loved looking back, mum or dad or granddad. They give you a little wink. You had a nice feeling from that small, silent communication. But what did it mean? Probably, hey kid, I'm thinking about you right at this moment. I'm proud of you. Everything is going to be all right. That's what a God wink is. Every so-called coincidence or answered prayer is God's way of giving you his small, silent communication. A little wink saying, hey kid, I'm thinking of you right now. So God winks in my mind are kind of like signs from God, like answers to your prayer and kind of a visible thing that you can see in your every single day that's just like, oh, hey, God, like, I know you're listening to me. So why is it important to look out for these God wings or look for signs, especially if somebody who is wanting to know, if you're somebody who is wanting to know more about faith or wanting to know God more? I think it's important to do this because sometimes people who don't, who don't necessarily know God well or who want to start, you know, learning about faith is that they need a visible you know, reassurance or evidence that God is there. And the good thing about God is that he'll work in this way where if you ask him to show you a sign and it can be something so specific and you sit there and wait with that expectancy and hope that he will reveal a sign to you, then he will. Or if you're somebody who is strong in your faith and you need reassurance that we're making the right decisions and that God is near and with us every single day, that's what they're there for as well. And like, I'm just thinking about my own experience and my own walk with God. And I guess the past four years, like how much he's revealed to me through like his signs and wonders and these God wink moments, like I think it comes for me. I always think about it like I'm on the right path because he's shown me that. 
Does that make sense? Like, do you get what I'm saying? You know, I'm just thinking about that somebody who does want to know God more. If you like just approach him, it doesn't have to be a prayer. If you just like, God, like I, I asking you like to show yourself visible to me, like it can be something so specific to you. That's what makes it so special. Mm. You know what I mean? And then he'll show it to you if you sit there and wait. And it's because you're asking for something to be visibly shown to you. It's like you're waiting with anticipation, hoping that it's going to be revealed to you at some point. Yeah. So be on the lookout every single day for that sign that you've asked God to reveal to you. And that's just one step faith. That's how in that in you know, that in itself is having faith in your everyday. Yeah. And like the only reason why we're even bring this up in our podcast, like in an episode, is because like it's become this the one of the most important things in our lives. Like it's truly become a part of like who we are as people and how we live our life. So we wanted to tell you guys how we find faith in our lives. Mm. But every day. What is something that we do every day in order to set our day up? to experience the faithfulness of God? Like, what is it that we do? Well, it starts in our mornings. And I feel like this is super, I don't know why I love hearing people talk about this. Like, I guess it's because I love routine. I don't know. But um, when I think about this, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Routine the core. Routine the circle. <laughs> I don't know. I think about it like, I've had this whole idea. Who wrote the book, Jesus Over Everything? Um, Lisa Whittle? Yes. Lisa that, Whittle's yeah, book, Jesus, Jesus Over Everything. everything. So I've had this mentality of like Jesus over everything that starts in the morning. Jesus over my day. Mm. And so I start off our morning. Abby, how do you start? Yes. I've been I've been off with my routine lately. I've been sleeping in. <laughs> it's too cold to get out of bed early. But usually it's like I wake up early and I'm going to just be real like honest with everyone. It's like I wake up early and then I like close my bedroom. I make a coffee, of course. Coffee. Always. Always. Make myself a coffee then I go in my room and I light a candle. Sometimes my blinds are sharp with my lamp on. Sometimes the sun's coming through. But I like to just sit there and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a set ritual. I'm honestly just telling you guys like what I like to do to start my day off in like a really positive way uh, centered around gratefulness and mindfulness is I like to sit with God in a way I put in my headphones and I listen to my worship playlist. And we're actually going to make a love like this um, playlist on Spotify with music that really inspires us. Fun music, but worship, or just music, just good, just good vibes, good vibes, good music. I like to listen to my worship music and then I'll obviously read from the Bible. And I think another way that I experience the way God communicates with me is speaking through his word. But if you're somebody and that's just not your thing, it doesn't have to be, honestly. Like at the end of the day, like Jesus doesn't necessarily need our help. He wants our hearts. And so I think centering my day around giving Jesus my heart, giving him that time to speak to me, just sitting in stillness and silence. It does something, it, I don't know what it, it does to my, men, my mental state like throughout the rest of my day. It's like I'm filled with this gratefulness of everything that he's done for me. And even if you're somebody who doesn't know him well, if you just start your day off with writing like a gratitude list or something, like that's just going to start your day off so well and you're just going to have such a fulfilling day with the blessings that you've been received every single day. And like see God in the little things, that's what that will do. Well, for me pretty similar to Abby we wake up usually around the same time because we always meet in the kitchen <laughs> while we make our coffee and we talk about what did you dream about is it stupid no <laughs> okay um <laughs> well we usually we like to wake up before the sun and I don't know what it is about waking up like I guess the world is just so quiet like everything is just still and it's like in those moments where you're just like fresh freshly woken up and just like I just want to give this time to God and yeah, so true. Like it starts off my day in a way. It's almost like if I have a really good, like if I give God may, like a 
I know people don't have a lot of time in the mornings as well. Like you also have to consider that Abby and I have like during what we're up to right now, we seem to have a lot of time on our hands. But I think for me, like a solid hour and a half, like I know that seems wild to some people, but honestly, that time I worship, I pray, I read my Bible, I read a devotional, I have a coffee and I literally just chat with God. Like that is my morning. And it kickstarts my day into like the most beautiful way and I just open my bedroom drawer I'm like that's it I'm ready for the day yeah or just like quite I know some people they like to meditate in the mornings and everything like that I think something beautiful that happens in the morning especially because you know when when you want to know more about faith and when you want to kind of like embark on this beautiful journey it's not an easy one faith is never easy but it can be really simple when you start your day giving it to God it's almost like you it's like you know that he's with you every minute every second of the day you're just in you have intention behind it this is what ben was telling us last night it's like when people want to start this faith like this journey of faith it's like you need to think more and so when you give god that first whatever time you have in the day that's when you start to realize his presence in your everyday you can't not to get on a preacher or anything like that this is not what this episode is but you can't really put your trust in somebody you don't know well so i think it's important just like any relationship Quality time is so important. So giving God that Mm. quality time in the morning with him is so good. And I know for a lot of you guys, you're in school, you're in high school. Um, That was me (laughs) last year. But for some reason, I couldn't get through my day. One time I got told that my positivity makes a person feel sick. And I was like, thank you. That's the best compliment ever. But I'm so sorry to feel that way because that adrenaline feeling that I get when I have those mornings, like it's just, it's something, it just makes me so much more mindful in every day. Yeah, and a part of something that I do in my morning as well, and I literally cannot go a day without doing this. I've been journaling every day for the past two years. Um, and it's only, well, I've journaled often in the past years, but it wasn't until like this year where I've started journaling every single day. I don't know what it does. Like, I have no idea what it does, but it's just like, I just spill all my thoughts out onto a piece of paper. Yeah, me too. It's, it's awesome. So I highly encourage anybody listening to start journaling, like get a notebook, get a pen and just write. Like, it's good it's because, so and everyone has their own ways of doing it, especially because we're studying like a part of our, a part of what we're studying in college is self-care and everybody has their own different ideas of what that looks like for them. But I think it's really cool because now in three years or how, I don't know when I'm going to, when I'm married with kids or whatever, I can look back on it and be like, oh, that's what 18 year old Abby was feeling that day. Yeah. It's just really cool when you Like I've already gone through two journals. Yeah. And I, and even now I go back to my one like from the beginning of the year and I read back, I'm like, wow. So overall with this whole morning thing, it's like starting your day centered around reflection, gratitude, reflecting on your life, reflecting on the day that was yesterday, coming into a new day, giving it to God or a higher power than what you are just makes you more mindful and is a really good initial step in you know wanting to know God more. It also keeps you sane as well because before you enter in the busyness and the mundane of your everyday, whatever that looks like, life is crazy busy like we know this and it's like if you just wake up like an hour or two hours before your day actually starts and you give that time to God and just relax and like chill it's it's awesome and for me I don't necessarily I have my quiet times but then throughout the day I make it my loud times (laughs) whatever I felt whatever I learned in my quiet times I try and project that because it changes the character and the person of who I am to look more like Jesus, who I love that. the because person I want to like, become. It's not just like you have that in the morning, it goes in one ear and out the other. It's like you actually live that out. Yeah. That's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. A whole we want to do some more like preaching episodes. 
mm-hmm. for the people who are strong in their faith at the moment or people who aren't and can be inspired by that. But the last thing we're talking about now, if you're somebody who wants to begin this faith journey or, want to, or wants to know God more, is learning to love other people. Mm-hmm. So I've been passionate about this since the beginning of year 12. And believe me, loving other people can be really, really difficult sometimes. But imagine what Jesus did. Jesus places this perfect picture of uh, the people that we should be. He, he's the number one. I want to be like Jesus every single day, the more I can. And it's not complicated and it's not, di- I mean, it's difficult, but it's not hard. It's simple. It's what love. What was the verse? And it was, um, what was it again? A perfect man made a perfect sacrifice to perfect a lot of imperfect people. There you go. And so when we realize that God is love and, you know, those people who do have a relationship with God or who don't yet, but who I pray will, is that we've experienced what perfect love feels like, a love that is incomprehensible and nothing in this world can satisfy us than the love of God. And I think now that we've experienced that perfect love or you're somebody who wants to, then go out and love the people who are closest to you, even the difficult ones. Like this is why I keep talking about Jesus is because he's such an inspiration to me, is if we could love every single person around us, that's when things start to change. Just the five, start with the five closest people around you, even if they are difficult people. It's easy to love the people who love us back. That's an easy thing to do. It's easy to love people who are nice. It's easy to love people who we do truly love, but it's difficult to love the people who hurt us. And it's difficult to love the people who we don't necessarily like as people. But at the end of the day, if we want to experience love of God, then we need to first start by loving other people because that's exactly what God is. I think one of my favorite all-time quotes of my life, and I'm mentioning Bob again. Oh, also, Bob listened to last week's episode, so thanks, Bob Goff, for that. I love you, Bob. But um, one of the quotes that he says, I even wrote an English piece on this, and my to my English teacher, if you're listening to this, you'll know what I'm talking about. But um, the quote that he says is, the call is to love others while we live into the most authentic versions of ourselves. So sometimes we tend to overcomplicate things overthinking what's my purpose what am I called to do here we're called to love that is our purpose of course God is really cool in the way that he gives each and every one of us different gifts and different talents uh to pursue in careers and he wants to walk alongside that journey of chasing our dreams which we're passionate about as well but I think ultimately our purpose is to love other people so practically every day Start by loving the people who are closest to you. Okay, so going back to last July, I have a quick little story time. Abby and I, you know, as we do, we were talking and she was, she said to me, she's like, Paige, I'm so done with like, we were in high school at the time. And so it got really stressful with like um, exams and like assessments and everything. And Abby was just like, Paige, just love, just love. And she did this whole preach about love. And I was like, whoa, it completely opened my eyes. And I got through like the most stressful time in my high school life by just loving what I was doing you know we had like practical assessments too she's like if you just go out there and have the attitude of love then you can do it and oh my gosh my mentality completely changed because I was like if I love this and I love doing it and if I do it with love I can do anything and it was fun and I enjoyed it can I read the English thing that I did yeah it's not long so Abby wrote this discursive piece last year yeah. and our English, like she said our English teacher read it out to the entire staff room English teacher, if you're listening to this. I love you. We love you. So if you, okay. It's a really strong encouragement for you all to listen to this and then 
Yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I thought it'd be cool to share because this all fits into how we can start to see faith in our life by loving other people. Mm-hmm. Okay, I won't read out the, the thing. But anyway, okay, here we go. This is my Year 12 English discussive piece. Term, whatever this term was in. Year, oh, I was going to say Year 12 is a copy. <laughs> year 12 is a copy. No, it's I love English so much. Okay. Have you ever heard the quote, real heroes don't wear capes? In my speech today, I've decided to share one of my favorite quotes by Bob Goff, and it goes like this. In a world driven by self-promotion and spin, Jesus modeled something different for us. Jesus was saying that instead of telling people about what we're doing all the time, there's a better way. One that doesn't require any capes that get snagged on something like ourselves. Maybe Jesus wants us to be secretly incredible instead. You see, friends, Jesus modeled that we don't need to talk about everything we have done. I'm continually stunned and humbled when I hear secretly incredible stories. So how can we as regular people not wear capes, but instead wear incredible shirts under our school uniforms? Well, it's simple, humility. Humility knows its identity. Humility asserts the truth, not to boast with ego or triumphs in debate, but a service to love and compassion. Humility knows it is dependent on grace for all knowing and believing. Humility knows it's fallible and so considers criticism and learns from it. I think we can all learn from humility. To be secretly incredible, we must acquire one thing, apart from our invisible capes, and that is to wear hats of humbleness. It shouldn't be about status or popularity. What if we were all to do something secretly incredible things? What if we were all to do some secretly incredible things? What would be different? What would move? You see, if we all wore hats of humbleness and I am incredible shirts, we will move in the direction of love. But what practical things can we as people in this world do to be secretly incredible? Well, I firsthand experience with what it is to receive God thought. It is essentially doing awesome things for other people. Going up to the girls sitting alone in the playground or helping someone in year seven with their homework. We don't have to cross oceans. We can learn to love the people around us and do incredible things for them. You see, God doesn't care about the perfection of our hearts. He cares about the direction of our hearts. We can lean on Him and live out our mission statement of being awesome. We can do this without agendas. Put your goals in concrete and place our plans in the sand. It's so easy for us all to wake up in the morning and to have our to-do list flying through our brains, thoughts on how the day might go or what's on that night. But I wonder, what would happen if we woke up in the morning and the first thought we had is, how can I be secretly incredible today? I believe that if we can produce love by doing kind things for other people, we can learn so much about ourselves. Each day, we step into a new version of ourselves. So doing secretly incredible things allows for a change in the direction of love. The perfect example of somebody who was secretly incredible was Jesus. Jesus made the blind see. He performed amazing miracles. And the first thing he said after carrying out these signs was do not tell anyone. Isn't that amazing? So let's learn from humility, walk in love and be secretly incredible. So I hope that English discursive piece I wrote last year (laughs) is an encouragement to you guys. And I know so many people out there who, you know, I know personally in my life who are still trying to figure out this whole faith thing. And I can tell you now from hopefully everything you've heard today is that it's not complicated. It's so simple. So takeaways from this episode, from this week's go. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Two and all, baby. Two and all, baby. Let's go. (laughs) So first one is to just ask God or talk to God and seek signs. It's not difficult. It's so simple. Ask, look, and see. You'll see them. Trust me. 
And if that does happen, if you guys do have a Godwink moment, please, please tell us. The next one is start your day centered around gratefulness and with good intention. Whether that's giving time with God, seeking his presence, praying, writing out a gratitude journal, journaling, or meditating, do it. It will change your day, trust us. And lastly, how learning to love the five people closest to you, learning to love people can change your life and can change your faith. It's because we've experienced the love of love God, God, a love, love like this, that we are able to go out and love other people. And we want to encourage you all to do the exact same thing. Peace. Okay, guys, so for next week's episode, we're going to be sitting down in our new garden that we have built with our dad. And we're going to be sitting around the fire with microphones, with headphones, discussing about miracle mornings, going more in depth about mornings and why they're so important. Our dad is super passionate about this and it's changed his life. And we cannot wait to have our daddy on the show. Oh, (laughs) we can't wait to have dad on the show. (laughs) Don't say daddy. Guys, one last thing before this podcast episode ends. Again, we really want to thank you guys so much for listening. You don't understand like how much it means to us. So much work goes into these episodes from Ben, from our older sister, and from us, the ALL team. T-team. T-team. Oh, the ALL T-team. We're really good at this. Can you tell? But also, guys, follow us on Instagram. I love like this podcast. We're starting to post on there now. Follow us on our personal Instagrams. You'll find them there too. And we just hope that you guys are loving this podcast just as much as we are having these conversations. Also, if you guys leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, listen, tell us because we want to personally say your name in next week's episode. I don't know. Is that just me? I get really Shout excited out. when I hear my name in podcasts. It's I get awesome. so excited. It's so cool. So leave, like, write us a review. Tell us that you did it. We'll shout you our next episode. Let's go. Let's go. Two and all, baby. Two and all, baby. Let's go. Bye. See ya.